Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. I'm Mary, and I'm here today with Brian, and this is episode 16. And I'm in Spokane this week visiting, so we're um, doing this broadcast together. Yay! So today we have three segments to talk about. We're going to talk about a bowling uh, trip we took and what happened at the bowling alley. (laughs) Uh, We have some fan favorite weird news articles to go over and dissect. And then uh, we're going to take a first look at the GU basketball schedule. The non-conference schedule got confirmed, so we're going to look over the teams and give you our thoughts on those things. Yep. So this week's update is I started my new job at Seattle Pacific University, and I am the enrollment marketing specialist. Shout out to all of my new coworkers who have told about this podcast. Um, So far, so good. I'm liking my job. And then other update is I'm in Spokane now, just till tomorrow, but it's been super fun so far. Yep, that does sound super fun. Uh, As for me, this week, uh, school started again, so there's that. Yay. (laughs) And uh, I'm also as well looking for part-time jobs in Spokane, preferably jobs that have to do with my major, which is computer science. So we'll see about that. This episode is brought to you unofficially by Snickers and Airhead. You will find out soon in the next segment. (laughs) Yep. For our first segment, we're going to talk about bowling. We just went bowling at North Bowl in Spokane with our friend RJ. And uh, I got third place both times, but it was all good. I got 66 points each game. In the second game, I got so many, like, gutter balls. It was embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, I also, uh, I didn't win a single game. We only played two, but um, yeah, I got second place both times. RJ I mean, killed us. Yeah, he <laughs> killed us. He got above 100, I think, on one of them. Probably then, both yeah, of them, actually. The first game he got 100, the second game he got like 90-something. Yeah, almost 100. Mm-hmm. And I got about <laughs> like 70-something both times. I do remember the second time I got one point more, <laughs> so I guess that's improvement. I think you got 76 and then 77. Yeah, so bowling's definitely not my strong suit. But uh, I guess I'm a little bit better than you, Mary. <laughs> it was fun anyways. Yeah, it was super fun. The real fun began after the bowling, though. They have an arcade, a small arcade. Right. And uh, so me being an awesome person, put it in uh, $5. So generous. Yep. And uh, so we got a bunch of coins and we split them up evenly. And uh, we tried the the basketball one. And that was, that was fun. Mm-hmm um got a few tickets there we went on the um motorcycle race race game uh i won yes you did i got last (laughs) (laughs) and then all of a sudden we're on the motorcycle game and all this other machine next to us just starts spitting out tickets yeah and we never even played that game. yeah we did not play it it started spitting out tickets like crazy Mm -hmm. it would not stop and uh by the end of it it hit about a lot like yeah. it was like a lot it looked like an entire roll pretty much was like completely well, I mean, undone. well at first i was like oh there's some free tickets on this machine so then i like took those Mary. I like, well i just thought that they were like <laughs> there from someone forgot them and then uh then we like kept going on other doing other arcade games and then i'm like oh there's a few more that's weird yeah and then all of a sudden it just like would not stop so we didn't take all of those yeah like like to give you guys a good idea of how many tickets there actually was like we felt bad mm-hmm. looking at them. Like, like maybe it was like 10 or 20, maybe even like 50. You'd be like, oh, okay. 
it's just lying around. No, this was like a couple hundred tickets. Yeah. Just, and, you know, it's like a 10-year-old's dream come true. But, uh, no, we have to act responsibly. We only took a few of the free tickets. But that was before we realized that the machine was, like, actually broken. Yeah. And so, anyways, we gathered all of our tickets by the end and, you know, including the stolen ones. And we ended up with 369 tickets. And I gave Brian the honor of... Uh, Picking. Picking the prizes <laughs> while RJ and I just stood by. And uh, Brian, being the 10-year-old wow. that he is, wow. decided to get all candy. So well, you know he, spent, he spent 200 of the 369 tickets on Airheads. And then that's why this podcast is unofficially sponsored by Airheads this week. And then he got a few Skittles, one M&M's, a few Snickers, and... Uh, you know, it wasn't enough to buy one of those big old teddy bears why would you want <laughs> that like thousands not that i would want one <laughs> i'm just saying like the other stuff was less useful so when you can always buy food that's what i would say so uh, i guess candy counts as food and brian thinks that he got over five dollars worth of candy with his winnings but i'm not quite sure maybe maybe but uh yeah i'm definitely gonna split up split the duration before i eat this all because as you guys know (laughs) i'm uh doing the the weight watchers program yeah right or whatever (laughs) um well that said congrats to rj shout out to him for being the best bowler out of us three it's not a difficult thing to do we've discovered but uh another good time at north bowl in spokane yeah and uh maybe i should be practicing for the next time around we ever do this because uh I really want to get more than 77 points. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck to you, Brian. Thank you. How often do you even go bowling? Probably maybe once a year at best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, get ready for the next time. Hopefully you can beat your previous score. Yep. Upside is an app that partners with businesses to give you cash back on everyday purchases. After downloading the app, you'll see several nearby offers for gas stations and restaurants. Claim an offer, go to the gas station or restaurant, then upload your receipt to earn cash back to cash out to your bank account or pick a gift card. Go to sasstoriessarcasm.com upside to get 15 cents per gallon cash back the first time you use upside to get gas. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. So for our second segment, we're going to do our famous weird news segment. So the first is about how KFC is offering $11,000 for naming a baby after the colonel. Um, they are They have a contest and they said that the First baby named Harland, born on September 9th, which is the colonel's birthday, um, will win $11,000 to go towards 
that baby's college education. And this $11,000 cash prize was chosen in honor of KFC's famous 11 herbs and spices. And KFC said that the U.S. Social Security Administration lists Harland as the 3,257th most common baby name of 2017. Now, I don't know. That just I've never heard of this name before. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if there's actually a noticeable spike in baby names during that contest. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get your kids some college education. Even the... if it's naming them after a KFC. Exactly. <laughs> well, the KFC chief marketing officer says, um, even though vintage names are making a comeback, our iconic founder's name was dwindle- dwindling in popularity, and we couldn't just stand idly by and let that happen. So hopefully um, any new or expecting parents know about this and will risk their child's, you know, life <laughs> and namesake just, just to win $11,000. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now that then the kid can just be like, oh, why are you named Harland? And be like, oh, I'm named after the KFC founder. How? Yeah, that's a good co- conversation starter. <laughs> that's a weird one, but I mean, <laughs> I would never put a kid through that. Yeah. I mean... Hey, you know what? He could change his name later on in life, and he can get partial college tuition. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if you can have the baby's middle name be that. That wouldn't be quite as bad. That wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. So for our second article, we have a story about a monkey that uh, snuck into a store, basically, and stole some snacks. Now, this didn't happen in America. This happened in China. In fact, Typical. I don't know if there's actually wild monkeys in America, but there definitely are some <laughs> in China. That was just a, a side thought right there. But he actually uh, either stole or destroyed nearly $400 worth, worth of merchandise. Uh-oh. So uh, that's not good. And um, basically the store owner, whose name is Shaw, uh, she said it was he, that monkey was the one of the three largest primates that live in the area. And basically the police apprehended it and put it in a zoo now, which is good because we don't want to see these monkeys getting hurt. And so that's great. Now people can learn about monkeys from a safe distance without <laughs> uh, having their merchandise either stolen or uh, munched on. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that story, Mary? I mean, I'm glad that they were able to catch the monkey and uh, hopefully that story won't, Go too much, like, in the red because of the $400 worth of merchandise that was stolen. Right, right. And, you know, this is, it looked like it was a small business owner. So mm-hmm. these, uh, you know, $400 is might be quite a lot. Yeah, it's not the dog eat my homework. It's the monkey wrecked havoc on my store. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so for our next story, it's about a text request from a coworker that led to a $1 million lottery jackpot in North Carolina. Um, a, a North Carolina woman said that her coworker, uh, she was out on her lunch break and a coworker texted her and asked if she could bring her a Red Bull. So naturally she went to her um, usual gas station to go pick up a Red Bull for her coworker. But uh, she said it was too crowded. So she went to another one that was nearby in Chapel Hill um, and she bought a Red Bull and a colossal cash scratch-off ticket because she uh, realized that she had a $20 bill and a $10 bill and just said, you know, why not? And she got back to her office and she scratched off her ticket and uh, 
she just saw the symbol that said she was a one million dollar winner and she really she said she really didn't believe it at first but uh she checked with that same coworker, and he said you just won one minute one million dollars it's pretty crazy yeah um she chose to receive her winnings as a six hundred thousand dollar lump sum which came out to four hundred twenty three thousand and ten dollars after all of the tax withholdings yeah so moral of the story is i guess whenever you're going out to buy a co-worker a snack or something just uh just buy a lottery ticket along with it yeah why not What's the worst that can happen? Exactly. Uh, you, this, wait, this the story. worst that can happen is you lose a lot of money. That's true. <laughs> but, but the best that can happen is you could win a lot of money. Exactly. Also, see. Exactly. Don't, don't spend lottery tickets in bulk. Just do one at a time, maybe. Mm-hmm. Do something like that. I'm not a big gambler or a big lottery player. Mm-hmm. But, in fact, I don't think I've won ever. <laughs> but I would just say do it sparingly. Yeah. yeah. Well, this it worked out well for this lady. Mm-hmm. All right, and so for our last uh, little weird news article I have for you guys, I found a weird article about uh, these mailbox-looking things in France, Paris, France, that is. And uh, basically, they're urinals. Ew. And uh, yeah, you're like, well, that's kind of weird. It's there's a, there's a problem in Paris, because apparently people are like publicly urinating more. And this is, I guess, a homeless population along with just drunk weirdos. And uh, so they're trying to curb this this issue by more or less putting up a mailbox that opens up a little bit around waist level. And I guess you just pee in it. It looks a little, uh, it seems a little weird because I think it only is tailored towards guys, which I don't know if that's just. That's just kind of random. I mean, I guess women are better behaved than men in society, (laughs) which wouldn't surprise me one bit um yeah it says though paris has tried to tackle the wild pee wild peeing problem and uh, this is what they came up with i guess there there's a picture on this article and it shows that there's like a sign above um the trash can or uh mailbox type looking thing that kind of shows a person peeing a cartoon person peeing but yeah, and it's in, very it, odd. And then there's also like a tourism boat going by in this picture. Yeah, in the background of the picture, so it shows the guy peeing, and then I mean, obviously, you can't see anything, yeah. but it shows, uh, yeah, a tour boat with everyone <laughs> just taking their pictures of Paris. Oh, look, it's a uh, you know, it's a guy peeing. <laughs> yeah, how nice. Yeah, so uh, makes me just want to book a trip to Paris right that, away. <laughs> that'd be quite the the Hollywood, or not Hollywood, uh, honeymoon uh, dream location to go, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, that was definitely a weird story for this week. I hope you guys like these weird stories. We'll keep on doing them. Yeah, and if you uh, come across a weird story, let us know. You can either come on the podcast and uh, present it yourself or... Or can... just give us a link and yeah. we'll, we'll analyze it and... Uh... Give a, you our take. Yeah, we'll give you our take. <laughs> and for our final segment this week... It's that almost that time of year again. It's almost Zag basketball time, and I cannot wait. And this past week, their full non-conference schedule came out. Um, Craziness in the Kennel, I believe, is the weekend before Alumni Weekend this year. It's on October 6th, I believe, Um, and Alumni Weekend's the following weekend. But 
The season officially kicks off with an exhibition game versus Central Washington. Sorry to the to them, but we're probably going to win that one. Yeah. Uh, our first few games should be fairly easy with, you know, Central Washington and then Idaho State. Um, and then by Thanksgiving, we get into the Maui Invitational. We haven't been there for four years. And our first game will be against Illinois. And then after that, if we win, that's where it begins to get interesting. We'll be playing either Arizona or Iowa State. Arizona have 50-50 luck with them in the last few years. We've lost one. We've won one. We'll have to see. And then if we win that game, then we'll be playing either Auburn, Xavier, Duke, or San Diego State. Now, Brian, Duke. Brian's a big Duke fan. Yes, I am. But I do, and Mary never believes me, but I do root for Gonzaga whenever they play against Duke. The funny part is Brian always, like in college, if we ever played Duke, he just hid in his room and he didn't try to interact with anyone. So I suspect he's in there rooting for Duke <laughs> while everyone else is out like on campus no, rooting that's for not Gonzaga. True. I just know if... And guess what? The one time we played Duke while we were in college, we lost. That's not my fault. It is. Oh, it's... Okay, fine. But just for the record, the reason I did that is because I knew if things going wrong, went wrong... We, uh, everyone would just look at me and blame me, uh-huh. and well, I'm just look, an innocent kid. I still blame you. Anyways, that's Thanksgiving in Maui, so that'll be nice for the Zags. A nice trip out of Spokane right when the weather's starting to get a little chillier. Right. And then right after that, uh, November 26th, we're going to be playing against North Dakota State. I haven't really heard of them, so that should be a pretty much an easy win. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to be playing at Creighton, and they're That's another Jesuit team. school. So, uh... Battle of the Jesuit schools right yep. there in yep. the preseason. Yep. Then we play versus Washington. Last year, I've been to the games for the last two years in a row when we played Washington. Two years ago when I was at Gonzaga, and then last year I went with Ashna, my friend, to Heckhead um, in Seattle, and, you know, both times we won. And both times I screamed Boo Huskies, even though my brother goes there. So, uh, again, I suspect we're going to win. Yeah, But I think now that they have a new coach, um, instead of Lorenzo Romar, I think the Huskies are they might doing do better. slightly better. Yeah, But I still think it's we're the top dog in the state. Oh, I, see what, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Woo! Yep. Uh, so then after that, we have, uh, we're playing against Tennessee, and apparently it's in a neutral stadium. It's in Phoenix. That's random. So okay. uh, that won't be a home or away game. And then, uh-oh, Brian doesn't like... UNC as much, but, you know, he still has that North Carolina tie, and we're playing UNC on December 15th. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's at UNC, otherwise that would have been a good game to go to, but... Yeah, that game bothers me, but from growing up in North Carolina, watching UNC play, they were really sluggish in the early season, or the preseason, or whatever you call this, non-conference schedules, so we, we should beat them. And I think we have a better team anyways. But we, I mean, but they, we beat are us, playing away. they beat us two years ago in the championship game. And so I don't think they're going to be too sluggish around us. They're going to really bring their A game. That's true. But I mean, hopefully, I hope we win. I hope we, you know, yeah. just show them that we're improving as a team. Yeah. Hopefully the majority of that team has already graduated because that was a while ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we're playing UT Arlington. I have no idea where that is. Me neither. Um, 
Yeah, so... Denver, North Alabama again, I don't know, and then Cal State, Bakersfield. The rest of the non-conference schedule, I don't know too much about these teams, but we do have, you know, some good teams coming in the preseason. And then in the uh, conference season, the WCC changed up the rules this year a little bit, and so they used to start, like, right after Christmas, but now we're starting a week later. And so we have two less games in the conference schedule and so we won't be playing. We'll be playing Portland and Pepperdine only once. Oh, okay. And so I mean, to us, they're not like a big right. They're not threat. A big threat. And uh, it just sucks for them because well, we're playing at Portland this year, which so that's good because they you know sell out whenever the Zegs are in town anywhere. But um, Pepperdine, we're playing in Spokane, I believe, and so they lost like a ton of money. They're losing a lot of money <laughs> because they don't have us coming, and typically they're like we're one of their biggest games right right everyone wants to see us lose because we're the we basically win every time so they all not to be you know braggy or anything shout out to uh, (laughs) my friends who went to byu but you know sorry goes eggs yeah i agree and uh so just once again looking through this non-conference schedule i think we could pretty much get through this if everything goes well we could we could go through it without losing at all. We could maybe one loss is acceptable for our, mm-hmm. what ten about ten games, maybe fifteen of them. But uh, yeah, I think uh, we can we can get through it with like a ninety something percent win rate, mm-hmm. and then it'll be on to the regular conference schedule. Yeah, and then uh, on our next episode, we'll talk about um, who's left the team this year, who's going to be new to the team this year, right? And... Our current roster, yeah. basically. You know. Just see who Mark Few and Tommy Lloyd brought on for our Zags this year. Yeah, and if uh, any uh, other Zag fans want to talk about this this new roster, just give we us a... We love to talk about the Zags, so sorry to anyone who is listening to this podcast and doesn't like Gonzaga. I mean, who doesn't like Gonzaga? That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. If, America's team. <laughs> if anyone wants to uh, also discuss with the Zags uh, roster on the podcast, uh, just give us a... Just message us on Facebook and we'll invite you on. Yeah, we're looking at you, Nick Blackburn, or anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) And now wrapping up this podcast, remember to subscribe to um, Sass Stories and Sarcasm on iTunes, Spotify, or the Google Play Music Store so that new episodes will be available on your phone as soon as we release new content. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobook anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it will play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash sspodcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Now, we're not going to have a podcast um, in the next week or so because I'm going on two vacations. I'm going to California and New York in the next two weekends. But while I am gone, I'm going to be reading or rather listening to my book club's book of the month. It's called The Girl with Seven Names, A North Korean Defector's Story. I haven't started this book yet, but my roommate Ashley said she's about halfway through and she says it's really good. So... I'll let you guys know next time we record a podcast how I um, liked it. And, yeah. And once again, please leave a review on iTunes and we'll give you a special shout out on our next podcast. Please like us on Facebook 
at facebook.com slash sassstoriessarcasm and on Instagram at sassstoriessarcasm. And once again, thank you all our loyal listeners for tuning into this week's podcast. We'll see you in a week or two once I'm back from my trips and able to record another podcast. Bye. Bye.